Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, the podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net and be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. Besides that website, you can also find the show on iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts, and on Google Play Music, on the new Google Podcasts app, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and on the Overcast app for iOS. Plus, if you didn't see the big news we've been talking about recently, NHTE is now available on Spotify, so be sure to follow Now Hear This Entertainment on there. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Los Angeles, my guests comprise an act called The Hots, which was formed in Australia and just released a new EP last month. They have had three radio number ones within three weeks here in the U.S. since releasing the single, as well as been added to rotation across more than 50 radio stations across the U.S. and Canada. They were nominated as one of Music Connections Magazine LA's Top 100 Unsigned Bands of 2018. We've been hearing a song of theirs entitled Before You. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, singer Foxy Kelly and guitarist Ronnie Simmons. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you so much for having us. G'day. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you both for your time. Let's start off by first having you talk about the song of yours that we were just playing called Before You. Yeah, um, that's a, that's a song that we actually wrote about our relationship together because not only are we professionally working together, but Foxy and I are married. So that's a song that, yeah, um, Foxy wrote the chorus and I wrote the verse, pretty much looking at her about her. Um, it's a expression of um, the gratitude that we feel towards being able to be together in a professional as well as romantic relationship, but also expresses the struggles and the, the fight we've been through to get to where we are. Okay, here comes the the rush of, of follow-up questions that are flowing in here. Let's see if I can remember what they were. So number one is, when did you get married? We got married last August at Santa Point Tower in Sydney, Australia. It was amazing. We had Angry Anderson from Rose Tattoo there. He was crying and saying it was beautiful, so that was pretty amazing for us. And, um, yeah, and Foxy walked down the aisle to the Angels, be with you. Now, when you say last August, is that 2018 or 2017? 2017. 2017, and we performed our wedding vows to each other. We wrote a song, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, instead of a first dance, we played our first song. Wow, wow, I love it. I'm I'm sure that there's, not on YouTube, of course, but I'm sure there's video of that somewhere for the two of you to savor the moment, to to commemorate that, right? Yeah, it it was really special because my father is an amazing drummer, and traditionally, you know, the, the bride and her father would get up and dance, and then she would then dance with her new husband, but we got up and played a rock song together. So my dad was on drums and he was wow. on guitar and we had two of our close friends. Wow. Wow. I love it. I love it. So then back to the song before you, when was that song written? That was written, I started writing that probably early last year in 2018. It, it was one of those songs that we didn't really know what to do with it and it wasn't sounding the way I wanted and I kept changing it and going back and forth. And when we were in New York in December last year, we sort of put the finishing touches on it and Ronnie helped bring the verse lyrics to life. And Yeah, we, we decided to record it when we did the EP and that it surprisingly came out as one of the strongest songs. And yeah. Okay, so I'm going to plead ignorance here. There was too many things rushing through my head that I didn't retain, Ronnie. You said... For before you, who wrote the lyrics and who wrote the music? So I wrote the the chord structure and I wrote the chorus and just a a few filler lyrics there, and then Ronnie wrote the verse lyrics. So okay. every time we we write, it's really a collaboration. It's fifty fifty. That's exactly where I was going with that. As I was going to say, is that the typical approach, or is it you know, well, that particular song came to mind and I ran with it, but. Yeah, it's usually one, the other will finish off the puzzle. 
it's like someone will come in with either a melody idea or a chorus or either a verse idea and the other one will go, I know where to, I know where to go with this. And then it's, yeah. It's, and it, it happens really organically for us. Like we're not, we're not really mechanical people that sit down and go, we're going to write a song and we're going to make sure it has a, a double chorus at the end. And it, it just happens. It just happens. And that's what's so great about writing together. Cause I think I struggled connecting with a lot of writers before Ronnie and it's it's great to have that relationship now where we can we can read each other read each other's minds and finish off what we were trying to say (laughs) well this is all wonderful because on the one hand I like Foxy that you just said there are times when I have struggled with other writers and over the more than four and a half years that I've done the show I have told people that you know that's just going to happen and you just have to write with enough people till you get to the point where you find someone that you're comfortable with. And similarly, we've also talked a number of times on this show over the years about, you know, some people get stars in the rise and they say, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be great to be in a band with my significant other? And, and we've had some couples on the show, you know, that have said, don't get me wrong. Yes, it is, you know, but it does make it a little tough at times. But what I like about what the two of you are saying right now is that finish your thought thing, is that availability thing where you have this song idea in your head and you don't have to say, well, I'm going to have to see if I can get a hold of insert co-writer here and see if he or she is available to bounce it of off course, of you. And I think if you had asked either of us if we would ever be in a working relationship with anyone or a band with our boyfriend or girlfriend before each other, we would have said no. But we both realized that we were stronger and better together, not only relationship-wise, but creatively. creatively. But Foxy, continue that thought, though. Why do you say that if someone had asked you before all this, would you be in a band with your significant other? The answer would have been no. Did you go through something that told you that's a bad idea? I think it's just, you know, even even if you're in a band with people you're not in a relationship with or working with people, not all personalities gel well together. You know, you, you see so many bands that go out on the road or they go into the studio and everyone just clashes and they end up fighting and tearing it apart from the inside. And I've... I haven't had that experience personally, but I've observed it and I never wanted to end up in that situation. And I think Ronnie was the same, but, you know, we were both open to the idea and we're like that as people. We're always just open and welcoming new things. And I think you have to be like that. I like it. I like it. Listeners, I will put a few links for you on the episode page for this show on nhte.net to have you go back and listen to a couple past episodes with couples that have been on this show so you can kind of hear some others talk about this. But in the meantime, for the two of you, congratulations on the new EP. It's a self-titled release, four songs on it. And listeners, at the end of today's show, we will be playing another song from it in in its entirety. I won't be talking over it. Uh, Foxy and or Ronnie, talk about this EP, including, please tell the listeners who Mark Opitz is and what his role was with this project. So Mark Opitz is the legendary Aussie rock producer that was responsible for ACDC Power Age, working with NXS, Divinals, Desperate. He's worked with Jimmy Barnes. He worked under Vander and Young, which were, what would they be the equivalent to? Um, Vander and Young, they were they're George Young, may he rest in peace, Angus and Malcolm's big brother from ACDC, and they were the kind of powerhouse behind Albert's Records, which was like Australia's closest, yeah, yeah. closest equivalent to like maybe Motown, except for hard rock. But I know listeners are going to say, okay, so how did they get teamed up with this guy? So connect those dots for us. So Mark, Mark was their engineer, so they, they trained him, trained him for being an engineer, and eventually he... They handed him the reins, and basically they said, you know, we think you're you're at a point where you can start producing these acts yourselves. And he, he talked about that to us in the studio where they, he was making Power Age for ACDC and Vander and Young turned around and said, you can steer the ship. And he was like, wow, what a responsibility. And from then on, yeah, the Angels, Cold Chisel, the Divinals, all these legendary bands. And the fact we got the opportunity to work with him was a dream come true. Because we both grew up listening to all those bands and they're definitely our biggest yeah. influences musically. 
and that was the sound that we wanted for this EP going into it. And it was kind of interesting. The reference material and records we were showing him were ones he'd made. So he knew exactly where we were coming from. And he was he was thrilled that there was a band out there being, you know, considerably younger to the, to that style of music that wanted to sound that way. But how did you ever even get the chance to talk with him in the first place to ask him, would he be interested in working with you? We just we, we sent reached him out an email. We reached wow. out and sent wow. an email and he he loved it and was interested and we were invited to his um personal studio in Melbourne that he works with with, with Colin, Colin Wynn. Wynn, who is an amazing amazing engineer and he worked with us and they're sort of a team wow. now and they work with with new acts and it was an amazing experience. It was it it was like a it was a home-style environment. You know, we slept there and we woke up and went straight into the studio. It wasn't that sterile, yeah, white it, wall environment you get in a lot of studios and recording sessions today, and we really liked that. And especially as a vocalist, it was great to have that environment where I could change the lighting and set the mood, not just be in this uncomfortable, you know, sterile white wall environment. I love this. I, I was waiting for someone to say, oh, well, I knew him from insert time period here or insert project here. And in fact, I mean, this gives hope to the listeners who are out there that are recording artists themselves that are saying, boy, I'd love the opportunity to work with someone like that. But you got to know somebody because here's Foxy and Ronnie listeners sitting there telling you, well, we didn't know him. We just emailed him and asked him. And he, and he said, sure. So that's awesome. And now we're friends. And now we're friends. And I think a lot of, I think... That's one of the biggest things I'll say to young people wanting to do what we're doing is just just do it. Just do it. Just email people. Like the worst they can say is no, right? Exactly. Like you, just, you just have to try, and you never know. Like we got to work with Mark Opitz, and that was a dream come true for us. And if Fantastic. we hadn't sent that email, we wouldn't have been there. Fantastic. So you so you recorded it in Australia. Yeah, in, yeah, in, in Melbourne. Melbourne. And when was that? Uh, that was end of February, March this year. Yeah, okay. 2018. Okay. And then fast forward to a month ago, listeners, you might remember at the beginning of this year, I had the opportunity to go for the first time ever to the fabled Whiskey A Go Go in Hollywood. Rose Cora Perry, who you can hear me interview back on episode 185, was appearing there. So I got to see her show. And the Hots, they launched their EP there last month. So, Foxy and Ronnie, let's hear all about that event. That had to be a great night. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, and and we packed the place as well, which was great. So, like, I, I've been based out of LA for about five years. So there was a lot a lot of friends and familiar faces in the crowd that came down to support us. And the band we put together out here is great. We've got you know we had Derek Envy from Unwritten Law and my friends Clay and Junior from All Hail the Yeti. And we, we got up and, you know, just rocked the place. And e everyone couldn't believe how quickly it had come together. But, you know, I, it was very intentional. We wanted to launch it at an iconic venue. And the whiskey were really supportive. And they're having us back. We're going to be playing there again in the new year on January 19th. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. Listeners, write that down, January 19th. If you're in or near or will be in or near the Hollywood area, make plans to go see the HOTS on January 19th at the Whiskey A Go Go. So we have been fortunate enough to get listeners from 136 countries around the world. So for the benefit of those who subscribe and listen to the show every week but are located who knows where and just being introduced to the HOTS for the first time, talk about your individual music careers before the two of you came together and formed the HOTS. I'll start. I've been a musician, God, since I was born. As I said, <laughs> my father is a drummer, and I grew up, you know, side of stage watching bands and had my first piano lesson when I was three years old. I have this great wow. photo. If, if um, listeners go to my Instagram, there's a photo of me and my dad playing piano, and I'm like three in a little pink outfit with a beret. So that's not very rock and roll, but we will start somewhere. <laughs> Um, and I just started, I just wanted to learn every instrument I could. I And I was so lucky to have my parents that were supportive and my mum drove me to every music lesson. And when I got into my teens, I started in bands I've, and I've played in every genre. I've 
been in a country rock band, I've been in a grunge band, I've been in rock bands. I just I just wanted wow. to get as much experience and as much yeah, just as much experience as possible. And then I started recording my own solo album in Melbourne about three, four years ago before Ronnie and I started working together. And that was great for me. And I still haven't released it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, that that's me. This is my my moment where I got to put out exactly what I wanted to hear, what I wanted people to hear. And when you say if listeners go to your Instagram, they can look for that picture. Is that different from the Instagram account for the Hots? Yeah, so my Instagram is Foxy Kelly. Okay. So F O X I E K E W L Y. Okay. Yeah, and um, it's interesting that solo record because I I have heard it, and that solo <laughs> record that Foxy Kelly made was initially what blew me away and sparked my interest because we've been friends for a very very long time, and um, I've I've been playing in bands since I was. Oh, since 2003, I started playing in bands when I was 15 in Australia. Wow. And wow. Since, since then, I came out to the States in 2013, and I've been a hired gun out here since. Um, I've worked with just about everyone and anyone. I worked with Richie Ramone, the drummer from the Ramones, for mm. two years. Before that, um, I'd gone out. I toured with a band called the Raskins. They hired me to play guitar, and I did the Motley Crue farewell tour. So, wow. I, you know. The first time I went to New York City, I played Madison Square Garden, sold out, opening for Alice wow. Cooper and Motley Crue. Wow. But um, Foxy came out to Hollywood to, um, was working on her stuff, and we reconnected, and I heard that solo record, and I went, oh, my God, you can write songs and sing like that? <laughs> we have to start a band. And the moment I heard that was the moment that I started planning to move forward in the way we have, and it got to a point where... I politely resigned from all the session gigs I was doing and wow. we made the conscious decision to start the hots and you know now here we are and we're all in. Wow. Wow, outstanding. Foxy, how did that make you feel to see him walk away from what he just described because of his belief in you? Oh, it it was amazing because I'd never experienced that before. Like someone believing in me that much and it was just amazing and I'm honored and I I always say to people like I I respected Ronnie before anything just way back when I met him and I always looked at him and I loved his drive and determination and his spirit and just how much he just kept chasing what he wanted and I always looked at him and went you know what that is what I want to be I love that in you and to be able to work with him now is just amazing and i don't take it for granted i'm grateful every day that we get to do this for a living together i can sense that i can, I can hear it in your voice that's outstanding listeners i mentioned rose cora perry before i had interviewed her in the summer of 2017 at the summer nam show in nashville and i will again be at the winter nam show next month in anaheim if you get to that event you want to make sure you stop by the Tascam booth and see all the recording solutions that they will have set up. But of course, look online for more on their website. Whatever you're doing recording-wise, they have got a solution for you. Microphones, mixers, audio interfaces, handheld recorders, audio for video, the list goes on. Look it all up and find a dealer at Tascam.com. That's T-A-S-C-A-M.com. So I'm going to ask the two of you to kind of connect the dots for me here, because Ronnie, you mentioned that you had been a hired gun in Los Angeles and Foxy had, you know, we just heard about you came to Hollywood, but what prompted these moves by each of you to the United States in the first place? It's funny. Uh, I got hired by an Australian band that had a tour and management and everything lined up out here. And I, I never actually intended really to, to come. I always wanted to. It was a dream of mine since I was a kid. But I, I was in Australia and I got the call to do this gig. And I came here and basically didn't go home. Wow. I came out here and performed um, in Hollywood and then toured the States. And then the gig offers started coming in. And it was one of those things of uh. I the, the work just kept coming at me. And before you know it, I'd been here five years. And, <laughs> of course, me and, me and Foxy, you know, we – we reconnected out here, but you know, she she'd messaged me on social media, and I, I just remember saying like, the you know the population of Australia fits inside the city of Los Angeles, and it's mm. the entertainment mecca of the world. So it's one of those things that it's like, 
it, it was always a dream of mine to come here because I knew, and I, I said the same thing to Foxy. It's like, if you want to make music, you want to come here. And the, it's just, it's strange how life unfolds like that. And it presents a series of events. And yeah, like I said, I never really intended, but I, I did not. Now I'm here. And then Foxy came out here and we reconnected and her music blew me away. And before you know it, now now we're here and we just got our first apartment here together about six months ago. But Foxy, did you come there for Ronnie? Did you come to the U.S. because of Ronnie? Or was it once you got here, you sort of reconnected? I was on my own journey and it just happened that we connected along the way. I, I always wanted to come out here. I wanted to see the world and I was always drawn to Los Angeles and Hollywood just for its rich history and music history and... Again, I'm so grateful to be here. And it's it's tough. It's tough moving overseas and a lot of people don't understand that until they've experienced it themselves. You know, you leave your family behind, you leave all your friends, but I I just want to give it my all and it's worth it. And as I said, I'm really lucky to have such supportive family back home that are my biggest fans. Outstanding. Outstanding. Listeners, go back and check out episode 189, which I recorded in Nashville with an Australian artist who was only here in the States recording. He actually still lives uh, down under, as they are probably sick of hearing Americans say. That's William Crichton. He was recording with Matt Sherrod, the drummer for Crowded House, and actually also the guest from back on episode 104 of the show. So, Foxy and Ronnie, just talk about the music scene back in Australia as it relates to some of the things that you just said. Is is the U.S. viewed back home as, or, or maybe, you know, Los Angeles specifically or New York specifically, is, is that viewed back in Australia as the place to be to really make it in music? Or is it actually, Bruce, not at all. It was It was just us that wanted to continue our careers here. People are content with doing music in Australia. I think, you know, I think most musicians and bands want to get out there and see the world and I know a lot of Australians are drawn to Europe Mm. especially in the rock genre because they have a a huge love for rock music especially Germany and Sweden um I'm not sure that's that's definitely what what we see and we see a lot of bands come out here and and give it a shot but it's tough and I think it's all it's all relevant to what style of music you're playing and everyone, you know, everyone's different. We both have the same hunger and drive where, like Foxy said, it's like, I, I want to see the world. If I could be on tour, you know, if we could be touring all year round, we would be. But we're, we're here for now because it makes the most sense. As far as perception goes for Australians, you'd have to ask the you have to ask other Australians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two of you are already here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is it's December and the holiday season seems to tempt a lot of people to slack off and shut it down for quite a while. To me, that's just an excuse. You've got to stay devoted to your career all the time. If you're not getting ahead to where you want to be, maybe it's because you're making excuses and taking too much time off. That's when you sit back and see others getting ahead and getting the opportunities that you wonder why you're missing out on. Stay focused in December. Keep writing in December. Keep practicing in December. Keep performing. Keep recording. To see the results, you have to put the time in all year round. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. That's really great to know, isn't it? Very helpful, right? Bruce gives out a tip just like that on every episode of this show, and there's an easy way to get all those that he gave out over the first 160 episodes. The ebook series called Bruce's Bonus Book contains four volumes, and they're all available for purchase and immediate download at www.brucesbonusbook.com. Order yours now for helpful tips that you can apply to your career right away. I mentioned back in the intro that the Hots had three radio number ones within three weeks here in the U.S. since releasing the single. For the benefit of those that are listening who are up-and-coming recording artists, how exactly 
Foxy and Ronnie, did you accomplish that? Did you use a radio promoter? Did you use some type of service? Did you work at it all yourselves? We we worked really, really hard. And like I said, I've cultivated a good list of friends and contacts. And my advice to people is I don't have contacts. I have friends. Every person you meet along the way can, they can help you and never take that friendship for granted. And when I came to releasing the music, I've just been very diligent because I also manage the band myself. And I just reached out to every single person I've met along the way in my journey. And that's how things have unfolded the way they have. I love it. I love it. I'll tell the two of you, the listeners get sick of hearing me say it all the time. I'm talking about the importance of connections and that it is quality and not quantity, but the importance of staying in touch with those people and and not going in with your hand out and saying, what can you do for me? But just as you just described, Ronnie, just kind of work in that relationship and eventually knowing whatever is meant to come from it will come from it. And and your, your persistence paid off. And and obviously, you know, you're seeing the fruits of that with, with three radio number ones within three weeks. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better. That's, that's exactly the way I see things, too. Well, on a similar note, I had also mentioned that the HOTS were nominated as one of Music Connections Magazine LA's top 100 unsigned bands of 2018. Is there a way that you can, or maybe you already have, is there a way that you can leverage that to try to get noticed by a label? Or, or, or I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, perhaps you're not necessarily looking to get signed. Maybe you'd rather stick with the with the DIY route. Just your thoughts on all that? Well, that Music Connection magazine is, is pretty heavily read by the music industry. So we're hoping that, some labels will stumble across it. We're definitely open to working working with people, especially because it is getting to an, a point now where Ronnie and I are doing everything ourselves where, when we can't do it all. We, we definitely want a team of good people around us. Like we, we do this 24-7. We have a merch store on our website, thehotsofficial.com. Yeah, Ronnie can... and I pack, ship, like print all the labels. We do everything ourselves. everything ourselves and – we yeah. spend most of our time at UPS. <laughs> and, and, and it's a 24-hour-a-day gig because not only are we here in the States, but being from Australia, we're, we're juggling multiple time zones. So when the America starts to fall asleep, Australia starts to wake up. Mm. So we've had such a high demand. I've had to constantly keep an eye on our stock and the merch store to make sure because certain sizes of shirts, for example, have sold out. And before I go to bed, I have to go. I have to make sure that you know I take them off being available so people don't go and buy a whole bunch of things we don't have in stock anymore. Like the demand's crazy. Well, and that's just a great sign of, of perseverance and, and how dedicated Foxy and Ronnie are to what they're doing, listeners. And, and if you haven't noticed in more than four and a half years of me doing this show, I mean, that's that's exactly the way I go at it. I, I don't usually disclose this type of information, but right now we're recording this interview on a Sunday night. It's 7.46 p.m., where Foxy and Ronnie are, which means that it's 10.46 p.m. where I am here in Florida. And, and I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying that the type of work ethic that the three of us are exhibiting, those of you who are listening that are aspiring performers, you need to you need to be what the two of them just described. You're open for business 24-7 because someone is going to see that they were nominated as one of the top 100 unsigned bands and they're working hard and they're getting the word out and all of a sudden it's going to pay off. And those of you that say it's Sunday night, this is me time. I'm, you know, I'm going to kick back. and re-. Then when you say, why do people like that get the opportunities and I don't, it's because you're in front of the television and they're on doing an interview at, at you know, almost eight o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah. We, we definitely both have an all or nothing attitude. Yeah. And that's definitely what you need to, to get anywhere. Yep. Doing this, it is twenty four seven, and I love that you're up at almost eleven yes, o'clock at thank night. Thank you, thank you so this. much. That's awesome. Yeah, my pleasure, my <laughs> pleasure. And you know, the most importantly, you do it because you love it. You Absolutely. have to, otherwise, you do end up on the couch, just put putting the work off and resenting what you're doing. And you you need to love love doing this because it does get hard, and it it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of Patience, persistence, sacrifice. Yeah, 
and that's something I'm very grateful for my time as a session musician and that's where I learned it. I learned how competitive it is and be it for any gig or any bit of work, there's always someone out there that's willing to get up earlier than you. There's always someone willing to work harder than you and there's always someone that wants it better than you do. And just being on, on top of that and keeping that in mind at all times, you don't take a second of things for granted because you never know when it might not be there. Well, I'm, I'm curious, Ronnie, were there ever opportunities that came your way as a session musician, as a hired gun, as they say, that you just flat out weren't interested in and, and just thought, you know, boy, I know I'm supposed to take everything that comes in my way, but I, I'm going to turn this one down. Or is it, Bruce, I took anything and everything? Uh. I've definitely been guilty of saying yes too much in the past and then realizing I can't schedule it. And that was kind of the conscious decision to stop doing it was not so much that I wasn't interested, but I always joke, I wish I could clone myself so I could be in more (laughs) more than one place at a time. But there's only 24 hours in the day. And I realized that that there were certain jobs I just couldn't take because I just could not dedicate the time to do it. And um, it took me a while to realize that from constantly biting off more than I can chew, that you can't do everything. You can try, but yeah, I I think that was mainly what I realized. And that's why I made the conscious decision to be all in with this and put all my eggs into one basket. Because like you mentioned earlier, it's about quality, not quantity. And we're very conscious about that. We want, you know, we're very, very proud in doing the best job we can possibly do. Well, and I like that you said that because as as much as I was hoping it would be something really profound, you know, the the, the simple adage of don't bite off more than you can chew, you know, people are going to say, now, wait a minute, Bruce, which is it? Stay up until 11 o'clock at night doing an interview or don't bite off more than you can chew? I, I think Ronnie is simply saying, you know, look at your schedule. And if you're going to do a bad job because you spread yourself too thin, then yeah, you're going to have to turn it down. Yeah, exactly. I I think one of the the most important things too is to to be realistic and know who you are and what you're capable of as a person. I think that definitely helps as well. Ronnie, just follow up back up a little bit, if you would, on on the I found myself saying yes too much. Just take us into the psychology of that. Well, it's like I said, when I first came out here, the work office started flying at me left, right and center, and I just say yes to everything. Like it was at a point there was like I'd get the set list for a band on Thursday night and then be on stage at the Viper Room playing that gig with no rehearsal, having learned 12 songs in the space of a night. And I was pulling it off and doing it, but it it, it got to a point where I'm proud that I did that, but far out, man, you need to sleep. <laughs> you well, know what, what I mean? What was the reason why you were saying yes to everything? Just because it was exciting or you had bills to pay or you thought you were supposed to or or all of the above? Oh, dig, dig all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> like um, me and Foxy are both definitely workaholics. And it was, it was also, it, uh, it was exciting. And I was very proud. And like I said, I'm very grateful and I don't take a second of it for granted. And I just... I still have that hunger and I still have that drive. I, I, I discuss this all the time. Some musicians get stage fright. I'm the opposite. I can't wait to get on the stage. <laughs> it's like that's my happy place and I love it. Foxy, is he right? He's 100%, 100% right. He's, <laughs> he's always, always ready to go. I could, I could pull up a camera right now and he'd be ready. <laughs> like you can sense it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is great. I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line, checking in from Los Angeles by Foxy Kelly and Ronnie Simmons. They are The Hots. Visit their official website at thehotsofficial.com. And then from there, you can also reach their various social media platforms. They are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. You can stream their music on SoundCloud and or Spotify both of which, of course, are platforms that you can hear the show on. But do purchase their music. It's available on iTunes. They also have, as you heard, merchandise available for purchase through their website, including their EP in a yellow 12-inch vinyl format and on CD. And, of course, be sure to keep up with them online to see where and when you can go see them perform live. As you heard, January 19th, they will be back at the Whiskey A Go-Go. As you are continuing to make holiday purchases, if you're going to buy anything at all from Amazon, go to our show website, nhte.net. Go there first and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there. It will open their website or it'll open the app for you, and they will kick a small percentage of the sale back to us at no cost to you whatsoever. 
and that helps with the ongoing costs associated with putting out a new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment every week. So thank you for tapping that one extra click on your way to your ongoing Amazon purchases. Foxy and Ronnie, what what about that? What about the yellow 12-inch vinyl format? Whose idea was that? What what made you decide to make the EP available that way also? Oh, that was that was both of ours. It was always a dream of both of us to release a record on vinyl and the band logo being yellow. We went, wouldn't it be really, really cool if we did a limited edition run of yellow vinyl to match the logo? And we knew people, you know, would dig it, but we didn't realize people would dig it that much. Like we, we've grossed over 2000 us dollars in two weeks in physical sales. Wow. Like just crazy, especially in 2018 with this, you know, there's a massive shift to digital and streaming, but what we also realized, especially in the rock and metal genres, fans love physical product. They love their band shirts. They love vinyl. They, they love, they love tangible. They love, they love tangible. They love the experience of listening, and that's what you hear constantly from, you know, vinyl record listeners. They they love that experience of putting the record on and sitting there and not not interrupting, not having those Spotify ads interrupt you and <laughs> try and get you to buy something. And you know, it's like your moment to just tune out and experience it. And we've been getting such amazing feedback from people. Yeah. Like what? What? Once? One second. Like I'll, I'll pull up a message now. I literally got from a fan as we were getting ready to do this. I couldn't. It, it makes it. It makes my heart sore. I was. Um, hi. I was. Um, I just got back from the airport, getting into Melbourne, and the pack you sent was waiting for me. I have to say, I effing love it. <laughs> Best thing I've ever received. Packaged amazingly well. You guys obviously care, and that's awesome. I've been playing the sh out of it in, of the CD in the car. And the vinyl in the house, as much as I want to use the guitar picks, I haven't been able to bring myself to do it. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing it so well. I love your sound, and my 11-year-old son is freaking about out about your music too. Wow. And uh, that is just amazing for us to hear. Wow. Like, that's, that's why we do this. That's why we do this, to, to get that response. And it's, it's incredible. And, you know, I think what people love as well about vinyl is the artwork and being able to display it and and we basically said what would we because we're fans at the end of the day we're we're music fans we we said to each other what would we spend our money on what would we want to buy and, and we we borrowed a bit of help from the the kiss the kiss philosophy kiss philosophy <laughs> and we made um temporary tattoos and guitar picks and shirts stickers yeah we, we went we went all out because we want you know we we want to reward people. I love it. I love it. Was it very expensive to to put your music out on vinyl as well? Yes. Yes, okay. it, it's expensive, but you you do get a return on it, and it was it was worth it. Yeah, okay. worth it for us. And listeners, go back and listen to episode one eighty one. Jerry Jean, he's a New York based singer, songwriter, producer, and musician, and he talked about we we won't take up time with Foxy and Ronnie, but he talked a lot about what actually goes into getting your music put out on vinyl. And actually, his story is similar in, in terms of he worked with some big-time people in the production of that. And I don't mean the producer. I mean the actual getting the vinyl albums made and you know why they chose the style that they did, etc. And I asked him, how did you get to work with these big-time people? And same thing as Foxy and Ronnie. He said, I don't know. I just contacted them. So go back and, and listen to that one. I do want to also mention the music video that the Hots made for the song Before You, which we played at the beginning of the episode today. That That has done really well, over 5,500 views in, in just three weeks. Talk about the making of that video. That was really, really cool. And it, not only is it 5,500 views on YouTube, we've had over on Facebook 190,000 views. Whoa. And the video, the one-minute ad for the video on Instagrams had over a hundred thousand. So collectively, wow. we've had three hundred thousand views in three weeks. Wow! But um, that was made by Vashti Rosenberg, who used to work for MTV Classic Australia. And me and Vashti go way back. And I remember working with her years and years ago, and going, "One day I'm going to make my own music, and you're going to make the video." 
and the planets lined up and mm. I hit up Vashti again with the concept. We did that back in Sydney and she was on board and we, we made it work and we got a wall of Marshall stacks thanks to Marshall Amps because I'm endorsed by them and we just every every concept we had, Vashti was like, yes. I was like, all right, we want to drive a 1970s Trans Am across the Sydney Harbour Bridge. She's like, love it. Let's do it. And mm. she found the car. And then oh it's like, gosh. oh, I'm going to smash my guitar. She's like, I'll film it in slow motion. <laughs> and wow. it was like, it was it was amazing. We, um, we just wanted to make that larger-than-life MTV-style rock music yeah, video. Yeah, because everyone kept saying, oh, well, that's not industry standard or people don't really do that these days anymore. We went, all right, well, we're, we're going to do it. We want to. We, we Again, what would we want to watch? We made a list of all the things we'd love to see, and we did it. I like that. I like that's a, that's a great thing to keep in mind, listeners, as you're thinking about what your video might look like. And and thank you, by the way, for, I don't want to say correcting me, but for bringing to light those numbers on Facebook and on Instagram, because shame on me for only thinking of YouTube, I, I guess to their credit, you know, that's where everybody goes to look for videos first. But it's also a good lesson that don't just put all your eggs in the YouTube basket, because here's this tremendous, tremendous response and a, and a huge number of views that the HOTS have gotten from Facebook and Instagram. So thank you for, for pointing those out. And, and congratulations. Those are very impressive numbers. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have to be thrilled. And she has to be thrilled, too, with with the fruits of her labor and the video being seen this much. Oh, I definitely. No, th- thank you. And it's I, I, we're, we're smiling so much right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned a few times about the listeners to this show who are musicians themselves. If you are listening and that's you, you play either guitar, bass, or ukulele, you want to be checking out Boulder Creek Guitars. They have a unique suspended bracing system, and that's a large part of why their instruments sound so great. That's what I play and lots of notable musicians do. In fact, Go back and listen to episode 241 when I interviewed Jeff Stramitz, who gigs regularly. He's a singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and happens to be the CEO of Boulder Creek. So he does a great job during that interview of describing that system and why it's so unique. Look at all the other notable players who use Boulder Creek instruments and find a dealer at bouldercreekguitars.com. That's B-O-U-L-D-E-R, bouldercreekguitars.com. Foxy and Ronnie, what, what's the plan for 2019? Now that the EP is out, will you just be playing live to promote it? Because if so, you mentioned the Whiskey A Go Go show to launch the EP and and who else performed with you that night. But is there a, a band that would go out on the road as the Hots? What, what, what does all that look like? So we are lucky enough that all the guys that played with us want to be a part of it and we'll definitely be taking them all out. I guess the first step for us now is we're making a new music video for the second single, Please Me, ah. which already, that, that song got a number one on the radio yeah, charts. <laughs> Rodney Bingenheimer has been playing that on his radio show on Sirius XM and it, it hasn't even been promoted as a single yet, so that's a great response. So we're shooting that video and then we've got the show in January, and then we're just going to be avidly booking and hitting up all the places where we've seen we've got listeners in the states. Like we we've got a huge response in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, so hmm. we'll be coming to Pennsylvania and seeing you guys next year. Wonderful. And where is the video being made? Since the First one was made in Australia. Are you going back there and making that, or is this one being shot here in the States? We're shooting it here in the California desert. We're working with an amazing female artist called Meredith, Meredith Divine, who has a series called Painted Ladies, and she makes this incredible art based off motorcycle culture where she paints women with motorcycles. So we're working on that and I'm honored that she wanted to work with me because I've been a fan of her art for, for a very long time. So we're doing a, uh, easy rider yeah. style clip with a male and female character. So that's going to be very exciting. Is it at all possible at this point to predict when that video might be out or is it, we don't know, stay tuned to our social media. Um, where we, we're shooting that in two weeks. So um, all I can say at this point is the new year. Like, as, as soon as it's ready, we'll be putting it out. Okay, okay. And listeners, as I always encourage you, 
with the guests every week, that does give you incentive to follow the HOTS on social media so that you can see when they announce that that the video is out. We're going to close today with another song from the new EP, and it is the one that they're making the video for called Please Me. Before we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song, please. This was the first song we actually wrote together. Please Me was the song that sparked the HOTS. We sat together on the edge of a bed in a small room in Sydney with an acoustic guitar, and this song came out, and we looked at each other and went, oh, wow. We, we can do that we can, well. do, we can do that too. Wow. And this was also Mark Opitz's favorite song um, from the record. And we're, we're really, really looking forward to making a video for it and sharing it with the world. When you say you sat on the edge of the bed and this came out, I mean, was it really that quick and easy? Or was it, well, you know, we got the basic idea and then we developed it over the course of three more writing sessions? No, no we, at, at, we finished the in song in entirety in 20 minutes. Wow. We still have the iPhone recording of the first copy of that, and it's exactly the same. Wow. And, yeah, it was incredible because, like I mentioned earlier, it's not often you click with people that instantly, especially especially as a writer, and so it was amazing for both of us, and we went, this is is a sign and definitely the start for something here. And even though I'm not going to be talking over it so they will be able to hear it, give them your version of what the story of this song is so they kind of have a picture in their head going into us playing it. It's, I think the the key lyrics in that song for me is in the bridge. It says, hard, rough, tough and mean takes a lot more than that to get loving out of me. So it's it's just, it's the voice of a, a strong woman that, doesn't give in easily and you're going to have to put in a lot more work and respect her and do your time if you want to be with her. Would you say, Foxy, that that it's well-timed, what with the, the huge emphasis on female empowerment nowadays? Definitely. I I always say this. I think it's, it's, all, it's amazing that there is such a strong focus on female-fronted art and projects and creativity all around the world today and I think there definitely needs to be strong female leaders out there for for girls I've been a young girl myself I remember looking up to to female vocalists I remember I loved Hayley Williams of Paramore I loved her attitude and her view on the world and it was amazing for me when we released the video I had this all-girl band of they were probably 12 years old they messaged me and they said we want to be like you when we grow up mm such a strong woman and I just went wow like it was like that switch for me where I'm like I'm that person now for somebody I I remember looking up to people being their age and it's just that's amazing for me yeah and how and how and and dare I say perhaps please me can be can become the anthem for continuing the movement how's that sound (laughs) I I hope so I, I hope a lot of women align with that song and It'd be it'd be amazing, and I, I encourage people to to listen to the lyrics because the the this is the thing I love about songwriting is people can always take their own interpretation from a song and make it their own, and I, I want people to do that. I, you know, I've told you what I wrote it about and what I want my message to be, but I want people to also make it their own and sing it in their own way and. I hope it becomes an anthem. That'd be awesome. Amen. Amen. Well said. Foxy and Ronnie, thank you both. Great to meet you and really appreciate your time. Congratulations and, and all the best as we head into the new year. Thank, thank you. you so much for having us, Yeah, Bruce. thank you, Bruce. It's been, it's awesome. been a pleasure. Absolutely. Listeners, that will do it for another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. A hearty thanks to Foxy Kelly and Ronnie Simmons. They are the HOTS. Check out their official website at thehotsofficial.com and then engage with them on social media. Please like their Facebook page, follow them on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to their YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell them you heard them and their music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Remember that just like this show, you can stream their music on SoundCloud and on Spotify, but do purchase downloads of music from the HOTS on iTunes Of course, as we discussed, there is also merchandise, including a CD and 11-inch yellow vinyl formats of the new EP. 
on thehotsofficial.com. Keep up with them online so you can see where and when you can go see them perform live. As I mentioned before, if you are in or near or will be in or near the Hollywood area, January 19th, make plans to go see them at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Again, while you're online, and I should have said this before, any time of year, not just around the holidays, you're going to buy from Amazon. Start at our show website, nhte.net, and click on the tall Amazon banner to open their site or the app so that a small percentage of the sale gets kicked back to us at no cost to you, which helps with the ongoing expenses related to continually putting out a new episode of Now Hear This Entertainment every week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song by The Hots. This is the one they just talked about. It's called Please Me. Get more.